This is Brett Jones for Relationship Warrior Podcast. And today I've got Jeremy Slate. Jeremy, welcome to the podcast. Hey, I'm glad to be here, man. Thanks so much for joining us from New York. This is awesome. Great to have you here. Oh, same here, man. It's kind of, I guess, the, the end of my night and the beginning of yours. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, Jeremy, look, thanks so much for joining. I know you're a very busy guy and you do lots of podcasts yourself. So maybe um, if you just firstly cover for us, like, how did you get into podcasting? And why did you decide to, you know, become a, a podcast entrepreneur? How did you get into this journey? Um, I'd like to say it's a straight line, <clears throat> but it didn't really work that way. <laughs> it never um, seems to be that way being an entrepreneur, does it? Like it's, it's a no. very windy path. <clears throat> no, I actually, so I actually um, attended New College Oxford and have my, um, my master's degree in early, early Roman Empire propaganda. Go figure. Uh, not a very, not a very marketable skill. <laughs> and, and, um, you know, after getting out of school, I taught high school for a little bit and I actually in grad school was introduced to podcasts by my professor. So I had listened to this one podcast called no agenda that just makes fun of the news all the time, but that's pretty much like what I had gotten started in. And <clears throat> I had a number of, I, I well, actually my, my mom had a stroke in 2012 and from there, that really set me on the path of like looking for something different. So I ended up leaving my teaching job after about two years and went through several different things. I went from direct sales to life insurance sales to um, selling products on Amazon before I finally ended up working at a friend's content marketing company. And really from there um, was like, well, what am I going to do for myself? And that's when I started the podcast. I started the podcast called Create Your Own Life and very quickly we saw a lot of success. I had, um, you know, very high quality guests. I had 10,000 downloads in our first 30 days and things really took off. I got some high level press features and two years down the road, I ended up starting a company called Command Your Brand Media. And we've been doing that for the last two years where we help people get featured on podcasts. That's, a, that's an awesome journey, man. That, that's amazing. You know, as you know, you know, we talk about relationship warriors, but it's, it's a bigger uh, perspective than that. It's around you know, facing life as a warrior. And I'm always as to why people end up you know, where they end up in life. And uh, I find there's always pivotal points. And it's really interesting that you mentioned there that you know, your mum got ill. And, and what impact did that have on you? Why do you think that made you change, change that direction? Because you know, at the moment, your, your podcast is, I think it's number 26 uh, in business, and it's been number one. Is that right? That's, yeah, it's, it's been ranked that high before. Yeah, like it's, it's amazing, right? So it was an amazing ride. Why do you think that pivotal point um, with your mum, what, what impact did that have on you? Well, I guess that calls us back to something a little bit earlier. Um, when I was mm. 19, I uh, was playing a pickup football game on the weekend. Like, it wasn't even, like, a real game. And I tore three major ligaments in my knee and was supposed to have a pretty easy surgery. And what actually ended up happening <clears throat> is the anesthesia didn't go right, and they couldn't keep my oxygen levels up. So I actually got last rites, and they had told my parents, well, we don't think he's going to make it. Like, it was a really, really rough situation. And I came out of that. And nothing was different. Like life wasn't different at all. And when mm -hmm. <clears throat> that situation happened with my mom, it kind of really finally hit me like, wow, you know, not only did, did I almost die, like I almost lost a parent. Yeah. <laughs> and that was very, very difficult on me. 
and it really made me like realize like life doesn't always go the way you think it's going to be and it, it actually means a lot more than you think it means and it made me look for something a lot more out of that it made me realize you know i had all this ability all this knowledge and i just felt like i was wasting it it's um it's amazing when we have those life moments and it puts it all into perspective isn't it like we just go through life each day but the moment that something like life can be taken away from us i think that's when we really start to appreciate it so that made you look for something else and then how how did you find the podcast that are working for that company where did that idea come from and why do you think it sort of went off you know like in in the first few months like hit, hit ten thousand in one month it's a pretty amazing um ride and journey why did you think that happened you know it's funny because i think that <clears throat> the first time around in early 2015 i had a podcast called rock your life and it was it was horrible like i started this thing <laughs> i started this thing like i was a life coach and i was going to help you do this and do that and i just realized you know i wasn't trying to help anybody but myself and right. the reason i think i saw so much success with starting the podcast the second time around in, in like mid 2015 was I really decided, well, who are the biggest people I want to learn from? Because I, I've heard it said before, but I don't, don't know where I heard it, that the best way to learn to the best way to teach is actually to learn yourself. So I figured yes. out who, who do I want to learn from? And I can actually be a conduit to really help other people with that. And because I feel like I was my perfect listener Really, I was asking the questions that I thought I needed to know, and it seems like a lot of other people needed to hear those as well. And I really just concentrated on talking to those opinion leaders, like who are the big names. And very quickly, I had talked to Grant Cardone, Robin Sharma, Seth Godin, um, you know, many, many other well-known people because I really concentrated on learning from the best. Managed to get those interviews with people like that, just be getting out in, in your podcast. I guess like initially, because some of it is I was just kind of too stupid to understand what no meant, if you know what I mean. Like, like, I think I think sometimes a lot of people like our biggest enemy is we're like, oh, I can't talk to people like that. They're too important. They won't have the time of day for me, whatever. So yes. first and foremost, I was I was just like, I'm going to go for it. And second of all, I really concentrated on, well, how can I get to the opinion leader? So that may have been like finding them on LinkedIn. It may be I used an I uh, used a website called Hunter.io. And I really was able to put in URLs and different websites and figure out, well, how can I talk to the exact person I want to talk to? Because if I fill out a contact form, I'm never going to get a chance to talk to them. So it was really about figuring out how can I talk to that person. And another thing was asking my friends, like, who do you know? And I was actually able to get a lot of introductions through other people. That's how I was interview able to interview Hal Elrod and a few other people was going through people I knew. That's an amazing strategy. Like that, that's just brilliant. Love it. Love it. So in terms of doing the podcast, that led you then to that journey of creating a company. So how's that journey been for you? Because I know, you know, for all entrepreneurs, it's, it's a difficult journey. And for those of us that are, that are really what I call warriors, the journey is not so much about creating money and wealth. That tends to be a byproduct of of what we're doing. We certainly want to do that for our families. But the journey is also to make a contribution. Is that how you found the journey or what was it like for you, Jeremy? For me, it was just really finding out I have this thing that I'm doing. I'm really good at it, but how do you make money with it? Because I would, at that time, I was working for somebody else's business. So I, was, I had right. learned a lot of skills. I had learned a lot of different things. So it was more or less just figuring out like, how do you make a business out of this? 
and I early on got in some some ab- advertising dollars, so we made some money that way. But then also what we started doing is we started doing a done for you podcast model, where we would build their website, we would put together their social media, we would put together all their interviews, all the cover art, everything. And it just turned out to be way too much. And we found out that what people actually really loved was the strategy that we did uh, since my wife has a PR background of getting people on podcasts and getting them in publications and things like that to put out the launch of their show. So what we actually ended up doing was scrapping the other 80% and just keeping the 20% that people liked. And from there, we just kept really honing in on how can we do a better job at that? And at first it was just booking. Then it got into booking and, and coaching guests because media coaching is vital to seeing success. And then we started teaching content marketing with episodes because that's another big thing on you get press, but what are you going to do with it? So we really have always had the idea on how can we make this better? How can we continue to do a better job? Yeah, and that's the essence of it, isn't it? Like if you're going to come on this journey and, and be, be of a contribution to people, you have to figure out what they actually really want. And it's an interesting comment that you just made there with the press. So, you know, these days for most entrepreneurs, no matter what business you're in, I, I think recognition and attention is, is the new money, is the new currency. Without that in this new world that we've got, particularly with social media, you know, you really don't have a business. If you can't get noticed, mm-hmm. there is no business. No, so, it's, it's vital. Yeah. So how do, how do you advise people to, you know, work with the media? How, how do you advise people to like get attention in that area? Well, the thing I always tell them, and I think a lot of people, they think big, which is great, but the only thing they're thinking of is I want the big podcast or I want Forbes or I want Inc or I want whatever. Yeah. And really you have to understand it's hyper local is the best place to start. And for me, I really looked at what are the local publications in my area that matter? And that was one of the big ways we got going. I also looked at what friends do I know that have podcasts? And I started out that way. And as I built a portfolio of press, using those publications and those, those podcast features made it a lot easier to get the next level of press. And here's something that really helped as well is I started writing for websites um, as well. So since you're seen as a writer and a member of the press, presses are actually way more receptive to hear from you if they perceive you to be, I guess, part of the club, if you know what I mean. So it's much yeah. easier to get coverage that way as well. Right. Right. So for, for a, a business that's starting out and you're saying like they should focus in on the local area, how, how do you get attention? Like one of the questions I have, you know, from a lot of my clients and, and certainly a lot of entrepreneurs is, okay, how, how do I possibly get attention? Like there's so many people clamoring to get in the press. What's my angle? What's my way in? What, what do you normally advise people on that, Jeremy? Well, you have to find out your differentiating characteristic because one of the biggest things is people say, okay, I want press coverage for my business, and it just kind of stops there. And they start figuring out, okay, I'm going to pound this press publication, I'm going to pound this and pound that. And they don't really look at, well, how am I different and what's in it for the person reading this? And I think that's the biggest thing you have to realize is how are you different from all the competition out there? And if you don't show that, and if you don't think of what value is in it for the person reading this or listening to this, it's something that's really going to knock you off. So you have to figure out, what that is, but also, like I said, and talked about looking hyper-local, there's always a small group that cares about you. It may be your town. It may be your university. It may be um, a group that you're in. That's the best place to start and get coverage. So figure out how you're different, but also figure out what group you're going to matter to and use that as social proof to get your next level of press. But you have to start somewhere and you have to start building it and also have to look correct as well. 
Yeah, look, that's that's amazing advice. And I think, you know, it's so important that entrepreneurs get in this day and age, you've really got to master these skills. There's so many skills as an entrepreneur that you do need Seriously. to master. Yeah, but, you know, th- this is one. And, like, a, a second one I think that entrepreneurs, you know, have to master is, and warriors have to master is, you know, the, the skill of communication is so important, not just in terms of marketing, it's important with our own team, but it's critically important in our um, marriage and in our family as well. So in, in your journey, have you found like gaining the skills of an entrepreneur, has that helped you with your family? Or has that hindered in your family? Because this is part of the struggle that, you know, we cover is being an entrepreneur and then being able to balance that with balancing, you know, what we call the entire kingdom, being able to balance that across your family as well. And those skills that we can gain as entrepreneurs either destroy that area of our kingdom, our family, or they, they build it. What's your experience been with that, Jeremy? You know, it's, it's interesting because I don't feel like my experience is like a lot of other people because mm-hmm. my wife and I are like best friends. We're together all the time. We talk all the time. And in business, we're business partners as well. So for me, like, I don't know. I feel like it actually made us closer because we were able to be on the same page even more. So I don't think necessarily it made me a better entrepreneur, but I think it also kind of made us even more in the same boat. You know, we're usually on the same page, but it made us even more in the same boat than we, we were to begin with. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's difficult to, to explain that. No, look, I, I totally get it. You know, my wife, Maria, myself, uh, we've been together 26 years, married for 23. Ooh, congrats, man. Thank you very much. And, um, you know, we've owned businesses that, that whole time together. And like uh, you and your wife, you know, we've operated those businesses together. So we have a saying in Relationship Warrior, and that is that two is more powerful than one. And in, in my experience, I've certainly found that just even though, you know, in this area I run this business, Marie's input into it, her insight into it, um, is a completely different perspective to mine. And quite often she'll say something, I'm like, oh, holy shit. I'd never considered that before, right? And, you know, it's, it's just like, oh, my God, it's like having a board member, right? And they just go and they drop something on you, and it's just something that would not have occurred to you from your own frame of reference. And you go, wow, that, that's a freaking awesome idea. Yeah, I never thought of that. And then you implement it and, it, and it just works brilliantly. So I think it's that combination of bouncing off each other um, that really can make a marriage, marriage strong. So how long have you Absolutely. guys been together? Well, we've been together for 10 years, but we've been married wow. for three. And we're, wow. we're, we're actually kind of expecting our first baby any day now, which is, oh, which is kind awesome. of crazy as well. We're, we're in month nine now. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah, you're almost there, right? So that's very exciting. It's going to start a whole new chapter. Yeah. Now I'm going to have to figure out how to balance that. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that's part of the journey, isn't it, right? It is. That, that you've got to be able to put that... Um, so have you found that as well? Like given all that you're doing and, you know, having started up a new business and really grown it massively, um, you know, over a fairly short space of time really, and then, you know, balancing your relationship with your wife within that and your fitness and your health and, and all these other areas, how, how have you managed, what strategy have you used to try and keep all that together? It's, a, it's simple, but at the same time, it's not. And, mm. and I think it's, it's because a lot of people just wouldn't realize it. And there's two states of nature, right? Like nothing ever stays constant or in a normal situation. Totally. It's either, it's either growing or dying. Yes. And if you're not creating on your relationship, like figuring like how can you do different things with your wife or how can you do different things with your business, it's yeah. going to collapse. Like even, even um, on Sunday, 
Um, my wife's wanted to do this maternity photo shoot forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like taking photos, but I know <laughs> it's a really big deal to her and she loves doing it. So I made it a lot of fun. We had a great time. I picked the perfect location for her. I was okay with taking hundreds of photos and, and, <laughs> and getting it done for her because I know for our relationship, it's going to be awesome. And when those photos came out, she got so much great feedback from yes. other people. So you have to figure out how you can keep creating on something because nothing stays in a normal condition forever. It's either growing or dying. Man, I love that philosophy of like creating something together. I think that's awesome. I think that's a, that's a little gem out of this podcast there. <laughs> because, you know, people can easily get lost, particularly on, on that journey as, as a creator, as an entrepreneur. You know, that, that's our... We're not Rembrandts, but that's our area of creativity. It's where we do create. And it's very easy to get self-absorbed and wrapped up in that without being able to, you know, take it across into this other area of life. Because certainly in my own journey, you know, I lost a marriage very early on in my career. And I've seen many other entrepreneurs go down the same track where they've spent so much time, energy on their business and they haven't been able to co-create in their relationship as you just expressed it. And, and that's just so important, isn't it? And, and that goes for any area of your life, not just your relationship with your significant other, because totally. if you're not creating something and not putting it there, it doesn't exist. And that's what you have to constantly be thinking. Totally. You're absolutely on it, my man. Totally. And, and Jeremy, you know, it's interesting. So you've done, you know, you've, interviewed a lot of major entrepreneurs, right? people like Seth Godin and, and, and many, many others. And you must have found, as I do, that when you talk to people who are what I call warriors, the attitudes, the philosophies, the outlook on life is very similar, isn't it? It is. And, and it's, it's funny because I think eventually there'll be, there'll be a book there for me. I just haven't gotten down that road yet. But I feel mm. like a lot of, of high-level entrepreneurs – they're, they're competing against their own best. They don't really care about who's out there that they're competing against because they're not. They're competing against what they've done and doing it better. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they're also looking at how can I create high levels of success because that then that actually allows me to help other people. And I, and I think the more of them you look at, the more things you see in common again and again and again. And there's a reason people are successful because they may not even realize they're doing it, but they're applying the same things. Mm. And, and that's what I learned more and more and more. It's, it's kind of crazy because the more people I talk to, the more of the exact thing. And especially like the biggest one is high performers just competing against their own best, right? They're, they're, they don't care what somebody else made last month. They know what they made last month. They need to be there. They need to double it or whatever it may be. And, and that's the really interesting thing about it. And they, even with the pro athletes I've talked to, I've talked to mm. they may have just won the game last night, yep. got done at 11 or 12, and yeah. they're going to be up at four or five, and they're going to be in the gym working out for that next day because they have to win again. Yeah, yeah. What do you think it is that, that drives warriors, uh, drives entrepreneurs? I think it's different for everybody. I think it really is because it, you, have, you have your own basic purpose and, and, and something that you're serving. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of times they find the group that they can serve and that's the purpose that drives them. Because when yeah. something's bigger than yourself, that's yes. when you really work like that. Yeah. And when it's yeah. all about you and it's all about what you're doing for yourself, it doesn't really matter, right? It's what you can create for other people. Yeah. Look, I think, and that's really now that you, if your attitude to life to your marriage, to your health, to your kids, to everything that every area, every territory, as we call it, within the kingdom. If that's your attitude, then you you find the energy, you find the power, you find the drive to go and do what you need to do. And it does get you up at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. 
Jeremy, yeah, no, it absolutely does. Jeremy, I think that's been an awesome uh, episode. I, I know everybody that listens is going to absolutely love this episode, take a lot from it. So I can only say, you know, thank you so much for uh, devoting your night time in New York uh, to this podcast. And uh, I know my listeners um, on the other side of your country, because there are a lot in uh, California, and certainly a lot here in Australia are going to love this episode. So uh, thank you so much for being here, and uh, I really appreciate your time. And if anybody wants to look you up, where's the best place they can go to uh, to find out more about you and find out more about um, the episodes, you know, and some of the great people that you have interviewed? Absolutely. Well, we talked a lot about press, and we talked about PR and podcasts. So if they want to actually see how they can build their brand on top-rated podcasts. I put mm-hmm. together an awesome worksheet for them over at commandyourbrand.media slash checklist, and that'll help them to figure out what podcast they can get on, how that'll help them, and then how to position it. Um, if they're interested in anything on the podcast side, that's over at jeremyryanslate.com. All right, awesome. And we'll, um, we'll post those links to uh, this podcast. So if you want to follow up uh, on Jeremy, then uh, just click those links and, and look into him because he's got some awesome content there. And uh, Warriors, remember, you know, you've got this uh, podcast for free, so pay your karmic debt. Um, anyone that you know that could really use more advice in this area that we've just covered here, please pass it on. And uh, remember, continue to be a warrior. <laughs>